1: Welcome to the 10-Minute MBA. I'm your host, Scott DeClary. On the 10-Minute MBA, I give you tools, strategies, tactics, techniques that you can use to start, scale, grow, or 10x your business. Today, we are having a repeat guest lecturer, David Wax. David is the founder and CEO of Handwritten. He was The founder of Sell It before he exited that business, never had to work again, but he doubled down on something that he found a pain point for in the market. We're going to speak about some of the entrepreneurial lessons, being a 2x entrepreneur, being successful twice. That is very rare considering entrepreneurs usually have a 95 plus percent fail rate. So these are some lessons for people that are just getting started, that are starting their first business. David has done it multiple times. Hopefully, you can learn something from him. Let's jump right into it.
2: So obviously, don't be afraid to pivot. Um, that would be, which I, I, you know, is pretty obvious. But with with Sell It, pivoting out of real estate and into Abercrombie and Fitch and, uh, you know, that type of thing um, was a big a big change for handwritten what it was is we kind of switched our whole focus and it was always i always wanted to be business focused but when we started this the tagline was quality cards your words in pen and ink because it was much more consumer focused with these bespoke letterpress cards and everything like that now it's quality cards or sorry your words in pen and ink you know we want to put the words in pen and ink front and center and it's more Business, you know, you can go on our website, create your own card with your logo on it. So it's nice, but it's not letterpress. So we've pivoted there slightly. Um, A long time ago, I had the opportunity to do dinner. Uh, This is always the humble brag. I did dinner with Conan O'Brien. And Mm -hmm. what he said was always get in over your head. And that is like the advice that I've taken with me for 20 years. You know, you can't, you can't grow if you don't, if you don't uh, try to overextend yourself and do things that you didn't think was possible. Um, So that is, that's been, you know, something I've thought about for the last 20 some odd years. And, um, you know, I think it's universally applicable. Um, Other things, you know, making sure, and I think it's gotten even Worse today from a generation perspective, worse, better, you know, whatever, um, how you look at this, from a generational perspective, people are very sensitive now. And I think a lot of this is COVID too, but being very cognizant of your team, the happiness of your team, you know, I used to be a grinder and I'd grind my team pretty hard. Now I kind of bite my tongue as (laughs) I as my team plans another game and another outing and blah, blah, blah. You know, it's like, it's a lot of that, but having a team that's having fun um, is so important um, just to keep the wheels moving because, because they know come Thanksgiving and come Christmas, they're not going to be having fun. They're going to be in this office working their tails off, getting all the notes out the door that come with those, that cyclical period. So, you know, it's again, that, work hard play hard but it's so important to stay so focused on that. We have tools that we we use to kind of do uh customer satisfaction employee sat surveys um and we're constantly taking a pulse on that. Um you know when I sold my last company the owners did like a whole survey on me with my employees and most people really liked it liked me rather and um I'm friends with a lot of them to this day. And they reach out to me on LinkedIn saying, you know, you changed my life. You helped me help focus me in a career path. But there were like one or two that had some very harsh words for me and uh, that, you know, I've taken that to heart and I've really tried to adjust myself. So I'm not seen in those ways, which is hard. You know, as the hard driving entrepreneur, you're always trying to, you know, move the move the ball forward and everything else. But. Uh, It's one of the reasons I have a private office. Like, I'm not the HR person. I'm not a salesperson always on the phone. I mean, I am on podcasts and stuff, so it makes it 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 does make sense for me to have an office. But one either one of the reasons I have an office is because I know my energy impacts people, and so I'm trying to protect them from that energy. Um, So, um, you know, so so that's one thing I've learned is that I need to be very very cognizant of. My face because everybody's face is public property, right? Like when you walk into a space, people see it and they get positive or negative energy based off that public property. So, as the head of the company, you have to be especially cognizant of that. And so, I always try to come in, do a lap around the office, you know, try to be super bubbly, David Wax, even though inside I want to, you know, maybe I'm not so bubbly. There's right. a million it stressors. On,
1: yeah. There's a million things yeah. that are on your mind. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's a real big one Um, getting real technical and, you know, feel free to tell me to shut up the, for us, what, what it was crazy, you know, no technology. I think anybody in sales needs to know technology, whether that's duck soup, Bonjuro, handwritten, obviously, of course, why wouldn't you want to use that Zapier, which is critical. I think, you know, learning Zapier and what it can do, it has revolutionized our business. If I didn't work for handwritten, I'd want to work for Zapier, just being an evangelist. Mm -hmm. I think Zapier is the coolest thing ever. Um, You know, being in any job these days, you have to have a tech inclination and understand the tools that can make you a more effective salesperson. Because coming in, knocking on somebody's door, calling somebody over and over again, you know, isn't gonna, that's not how people interact anymore. So you have to have a you, you have to know how your customer wants to interact. So learning about technology. And for us, what that meant was learning about additive and subtractive manufacturing because now we're building these robots. Um, when we started, they were all made out of metal, and then I brought in people that taught me how to 3D print them, and then we went too far in 3D printing, and now we 3D print, we laser cut, and I mean, I could just talk to you about modern manufacturing techniques for all day long uh and that that was out of my but you went into zone, it you, know? you
1: figured it out you figured it out you figured it out yeah 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 i uh yeah.
2: i love surrounding myself with people with the figure it out gene as i call it yeah. you know um my director of operations if you uh you know at first glance they might not you might not go wow that person looks like they have the figure it out gene they she probably has the figure it out gene more than anybody else i've ever met Um, you know, and trying to find those people that have that figure out, Gene, and put them to work on your team, it's like the greatest thing. You know, you don't need to, it's great to have smart people on your team, but a lot of smart people will give up if they don't figure it out right away. But if you have somebody that just will not quit, (laughs) those are the best people to have on your team. And and I'm super lucky to to have those people on the team.
1: Anyways, that's it for today. I hope you got some great entrepreneurial lessons and inspiration from David. Remember, any business questions you have, don't worry. I got you. This has been another 10-Minute MBA. Have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow.
0: Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app.